Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Best for you. 
Thank you for tonight. Oh, Jesus. We know that the entrance of your word brings light. Mm. Therefore, tonight, bring light, bring, bring light, direction, Lord. Yes, Lord. bring illumination, bring, bring guidance yes, Lord. to our lives mm. in this dark world for our next one oh. day, two days, two weeks, two years, 20 years. Yes, Lord. Lead us, oh Lead God, us, by your word. Your mm. word does not change. Mm. Your word is settled in heaven. It is both yea and oh, amen. Yes, we pray that the presence of the holy spirit will come forth through your word the mighty name of jesus i pray i pray that lives will be transformed changed tonight let us receive your word as it is in truth not the words of a man but the words of god in jesus name i pray amen amen hallelujah well we continue with our series on attempt great things for god i'm continuing to share from this book attend great things for God. Mm. Amen. I bring you greetings from Bishop Saki. Mm. You know, he sends his love, he sends oh. his greetings to 
as all as you watching it what a blessing what a blessing tonight i want to share with you about attempt to grow a church hallelujah attempt to grow a church you know we are all attempting everybody's attempting great things for ourselves when jesus wanted to teach us the extent to which we should love our neighbor the best example he could come up with of love was that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Because Jesus was aware and is aware of our great selfishness. Everybody is thinking about themselves. The politicians are not thinking about you. They are thinking about themselves. Look at the road to the Kadesh. <laughs> I mean, you know, you should, you, should, you should really thank God for the lockdown, eh? Mm-hmm. because if it wasn't for the lockdown your car would be spoiled mm-hmm. because of the road to the Kadesh mm-hmm. I mean as I was driving on the road today the only thing I could think of was that our leaders are wicked mm-hmm. our leaders are wicked our mm-hmm. leaders are wicked our leaders are wicked because you see a place like Tesano, Laboni mm-hmm. where the roads are tarred and they are being resurfaced mm-hmm. you know what is, what is at the Kadesh on the way to the Kadesh it's not a road it is a I mean, like a tourist attraction. <laughs> it's a tourist attraction. It's not a, uh, like people need to even pay to come and see that such a road exists in the 21st century. It is something that we should even put, maybe we should put a toll gate at the, um, the main entrance. Broadcasting junction. Yeah. So that before you come, you pay to see that, wow! You know that like you fly from America, from Italy to come and see. Wow! And you pay to see. <laughs> that such a road exists. You know, everything that somebody cares about you, it's not true. It's not true. And you know, it's in us that no one cares about us. So, oh. that's why people are resigned to attempting great things for themselves. Uh, yes. But you see, there's a higher purpose. Mm. You know, we are on earth for what? Some 70, 80 odd years. Then we go to heaven. In heaven, what you've done on earth is what guarantees how your heaven will be like for eternity. I'm saying something. Yeah, like Bishop told us that his father told him that the way you first you spend the first 25 years of your life will determine how you spend the rest of your life. And it's true. By 25, you would have gotten a first degree. Yeah. And the first degree you have and what you can do with it will determine how the rest of your life will be. By 25, it's likely that you are either born again or a diehard sinner. And that will also determine how the rest of your life will be. So, you see, we are all trying to do something for ourselves. You know, but Jesus Christ said that if any man will come after me, that means that if anyone will be a disciple, if anyone will follow his footsteps, first of all, let him deny himself. Don't be how you want to be. Then, it is after you've denied yourself that you will now be able to take up your cross and follow him. Without denying yourself, you will not take up your cross. You, you will even wish you were taking up your cross. You will pretend you are taking up your cross. You will have opportunities to imagine that you are taking up your cross, but you would not have taken up your cross if you have not denied yourself. And then as for following him, it's another matter. You know, so that's why it is important to teach on the subject, attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. Because if it's attempting great things for ourselves, we are already doing it. Yeah, you don't need to tell anyone to attempt great things for himself. Everybody wants the nice things of life. Everybody wants to do well. Not everybody. Most people want to do well. You don't need to advise them to attempt great things for themselves. They are already doing that. 
ahead of a son of a rich man, he formed a partnership and they had a vision that they would build a nightclub in every capital city in Africa <laughs> to make a name for themselves. Wow. One of them is dead, the other one is in prison. <laughs> the people in the Tower of Babel, they wanted to make a tower into the heavens for what? To make a name for themselves. But it is now time to do things for God. Hallelujah. You know, this, 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 this coronavirus thing, I saw that, that you can have a five-year multiple entry visa to America, but you are stuck in Ghana. You. you may have a million dollars in your bank account, but there's nowhere to go to spend it. You may have everything that you do has been brought to naught. The thing that we do for ourselves. But you see, in Daniel 11.32, the, the prophet Daniel said that, but those who know their God, mm. Those, see, that's the condition. It is all about God. It will always be about God. Those who know their God shall work strong or they will become strong. When you don't know God, you are weak. If God is not your focus, you are weak because the natural tendency is to flow with the world, which is the way of the flesh. Which is the way of what you want. Which is the way of accumulating more for ourselves. The strongest person to ever walk the earth was God. When he came as Jesus. And you could see that he denied the flesh. He denied the flesh of its natural, normal, automatic, intrinsic ways of doing things. We all want to live long. We take hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C, sobolo. I hear sobolo is very good to fight against corona. I mean, to boost your infection. We drink sobolo, vitamin C, hydroxychloroquine, all kinds of things. We don't want to die. But Jesus said, I must needs go to Jerusalem to die there. For that's where the wicked people who kill priests are. He went against the natural tendency of self-preservation. He came and said, I'm God. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. We all want houses and more houses and nicer houses and bigger houses and things that don't even make sense. But Jesus denied himself the things that would be the normal desires of a man. Yeah, he didn't marry. Which is also the normal desire of a man, of a godly man. To marry. If you are ungodly, you will not have much of a desire to marry. You just fulfill your godly desires in ungodly ways. <laughs> yeah, you fulfill your godly desires in ungodly ways. But when you are a godly person, you will marry so that you can express your godly desires in godly ways. But Jesus decided not to marry. You see, Jesus went against everything that a normal person should have wanted. He attempted great things for God. He attempted to die on the cross, not for his own sins, but for the sins of others. Hallelujah. He did it for God. He didn't do it for himself. He didn't die for himself. He was without sin. Mm. Now you also, what are you doing for others? Mm. What are you doing for God? Mm. And that's what we want to look at tonight. Hallelujah. About attempting to grow a church. Because you see, when you grow a church, you are doing it for God. He said, I will build my church. Mm. No matter who you are, the church is not for you. You didn't die for anybody and you've not died for anybody and you won't die for anybody. Mm. Even if they don't die for you, it's not true. Mm. The Bible says that scarcely will a man die for even a righteous man. <laughs> what about a sinner? You don't die for a sinner. You see, what, what Jesus did doesn't make sense. Mm. The Bible actually says that he came to seek and save the lost. Mm. It's not even that he came to seek the, the good people. He came to seek the lost. What are you also seeking for? God and his church. Are you trying to join Jesus in building his church? He said, I will build my church. He said, the church is for me. 
The Bible says that we are under shepherds. But Jesus is the chief shepherd of our souls. So when you build a church, for the first time, you have an opportunity to do something that doesn't benefit you. And something that is not for you. It is for God. The Bible says that he bought the church with his own blood. I heard one great man of God say that anytime a church does not grow, it is because the pastor is resisting Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anytime a church does not grow, it's because the pastor is actually resisting Jesus in the church. God said, I will build my church. So if you will resist him, then the church will, will be built. As soon as the church is not built, it's a sign of a pastor who is actually fighting God. Because God wants to build his church. So that's what I want to share with you about attempting to build and to grow a church. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 16 verse 5. Preaching good. Acts chapter 16 verse 5. Can you increase the volume a bit for me? Acts 16 5. The Bible said that and so were the churches established. Mm. Yeah. I think for the church to be established, if it is not established, it can't grow. It needs to be established first before it grows. That's why you plant, if you are into gardening and planting and all these things, when you plant a plant especially, you have to give it some time for the roots to enter the soil and to be established before it will begin to grow. If you are impatient, you always kill your plants. Amen. Amen. Bible says, Acts 65, that so were the churches established in the faith and then they increased daily. Mm. In the New Living Translation, you say that, and they grew larger every day. The perfect will of God is for the church to grow larger, to increase, to become bigger, to multiply. And if you are a pastor, you are a branch pastor, you know, and I'm speaking especially to those who are um, preaching in the branches and the branch pastors, mm. the new one, the established one. Look, don't see it as something that Bishop Saki has told you to do. See it as something that Bishop Seki has told you to do on behalf of God. It is ultimately for God. Mm-hmm. We are all church members. As a bishop, I'm a church member. Yeah. Bishop Isaac is a church member. Yes. It is you who call us bishops, but God doesn't call us bishops. <laughs> he calls us sinners he died for. <laughs> Amen. So we are, we've just been made your leaders, but we are also children of God. Mm. Amen. Amen. So when you go out there doing your branch work, do it with all your might as unto the Lord. Attempt for your branch to become the biggest branch that God will be pleased with you. The Bible says that if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. I have a reward. When you work for God, you will have a reward. Amen. Amen. How the apostles achieved church growth. You see, you should, uh, you see, you should understand that without a vision, everything will come to destruction. Without a vision, my people perish. Mm. My people perish because they have no vision. They are guideless. They don't know where they are going. They are like sheep without a shepherd. Mm. You must have a vision that your branch will be big. Mm. Because I tell you, church growth and church growing is one of the most difficult endeavors on earth. I remember at a point, I wanted my church to become more than 100. I almost died in that <laughs> affair. That venture. That undertaking. That project. To see 100, 100, or more. I 
I almost died in the process. And not just me. All the shepherds. Because if I'm dying, you die with you. Strike the shepherd, the sheep will be scattered. Hey! We, all, we almost died in that <laughs> attempt. I tell you, we shared 1,500 letters all over Labon. Prayer and fasting. We almost died in prayer and fasting. And on Sunday morning, nobody could sleep from Saturday night to Sunday. Because I traveled and I'll be expecting the church service was from 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. By 11.55, mm-hmm. you start receiving messages. What was attendance for today? Mm-hmm. What? Look, they, we would try evangelism, fasting, prayer, everything, follow-up, visitation. 88. We say, okay, we'll try next week. 96. The most annoying one is the day that a lot of new converts come. Then the old members hey, don't come. Bishop. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the brand pastors can relate with what I'm saying. And that day, you see that the attendance is 98. But that day, two families that are closely related had a funeral. <laughs> so about 12 solid people who are always in church didn't come to church on that particular Sunday. Because oh, a, a close relative had died and they mm. went for the funeral. What a shock. It is the most difficult endeavor. You see, every other profession, the people come to you. If you're a lawyer, the people come to you with their cases. If you're a doctor, they come to you. But a church, they don't care about you and they don't even want to come. Mm. So how do you make them come? That's why you have to attempt mm. to make the church grow. Hallelujah. Because you see, God will be pleased with you. Mm. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. 1 Corinthians 3, 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Look at what's there. He said, I have planted. Apollos watered. Mm. But God gave the increase. Hallelujah. But look at something. Before God gives the increase, you must do something. You must attempt to grow the church, then God will make it grow. Amen. You know, one day God showed me a church that was not growing, and I was wondering, one of our missions, and God asked me, if you were a father and you had children, would you give your children to irresponsible people to take care of? I will never forget. He was trying to tell me that the pastors were irresponsible. That's why he, their churches were not growing. And he told that these, these are people I died for. Should I give them to people who are not interested in them? God gives you first time as you don't follow them up, you don't visit them, you don't call them, you don't pray for them, you neglect the dead, you bring more. You will not do that. God will also not do that. That's why your church is not growing. Paul said, I have planted. It's hard work to plant. Apollos has watered. It is hard work to water. You have to work with watering cans your arms will be paining you by the end of the day you have to plant you have to bend plant one go forward plant again you may have back pain at the end of the day you'll be tired sweating hard work you attend great things to plant you also attend great things to water the increase is the supernatural part that you that you cannot determine but it is the planting and the watering that brings the supernatural part. Hallelujah. Yes. 
The Bible says that it is by the churning of milk that butter is produced. It's when you work with the word of God that you will become anointed. The anointed is the supernatural part. But it is your diligence in going into the word of God. Study it. Know it. Apply it. Hear a little. There a little. It is your skill in handling the word of God that will lead to the anointing, which is the supernatural part. There is no anointed pastor who doesn't know the word of God. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. I'm sure you have been blessed already. He said, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. Now look at this. And God said, I will multiply them. Not add to them. I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. I see God multiplying your branch in the name of Jesus. I see God making you a great number and not a small number any longer. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I see increase. I see multiplication. I see great growth. Not growth. I see great growth in your branch in the name of Jesus. Attempt to grow a church for God. Amen. Apply yourself to it. It will work. How are you going to do it? Very simple. Job chapter 8 verse 7. I'm preaching good. Job chapter 8 verse 7. Look at what the Bible says. He said. This verse we all know. And then unfortunately we stop there. He said. Though thy beginning was small. Your branch is small. Your center is small. Now we don't have center again. We have branches. Wow. Yeah. Though your branch was small. Ah. Yet. Your latter end, the latter end of your branch should greatly increase. Amen. Look at this verse carefully. It doesn't say shall greatly increase. It says it should. The expectation is that it should. That the thing that is small should become big. But we know from experience and from reality that it doesn't always become big. It doesn't always increase. That it should. God wants it to increase. You also want it to increase. Your beloved wants it to increase so that you feel like, oh, she's going to marry a real man of God. <laughs> Everybody wants it to increase. Bishop Saki wants it to increase. I want it to increase. Bishop Sally wants it to increase. Bishop Sapa wants it. Everybody wants it to increase. And God also said, it should. So why doesn't it? The answer is in verse 8. Okay. He said, go and inquire, I pray thee, of the former age and prepare yourself to the search of their fathers. The fathers hold the secret mm. to moving from your small beginning mm. to the great increase at your latter yeah. end. But many of us don't wear search. Mm. We don't search in the books. Check growth. It is possible. Mm. <laughs> That's why your church is not growing. Mm. You don't even know it's possible. Mega church. How to make your church grow? It's been written there. Mm. But you don't have it. Church planting. How to plant a church for it to grow. This book has at the end of it special principles for church growth. 14 of them. Now you've not opened the book before. You just know that the church is called the mega church. We are a mega church or used to be called the mega church. But the Bible says to move from a small beginning to great increase prepare yourself to go and make a search of the fathers. What the fathers have written. Mm. That is where and how you will know Mm. how to move from a small beginning 
to great growth. Amen. 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 But we don't prepare ourselves. We don't care. We get it out. You prepare yourself by bathing and wearing a shirt. Mm. <laughs> no. No. You prepare yourself to search. It will be better for you not to bath, but you have searched. Mm. Than to search and you than to bath and you've not searched. Verse 9. When you go and search of the fathers, you read the books. Check growth, it is possible. Mm. Look at what he said. You see, the first of is humility. Mm. He said, For we are but yesterday. We, we just came. You just started your center when? Bishop Dak started the church 32 years ago. Hey. You started your brand 32 days ago. <laughs> you are but yesterday. You see, the first step is to acknowledge that you don't know. Yes. That's the first step. The Bible says that those who are full, he has sent away empty. Mm, you are preaching. <laughs> Can you imagine it? You thought you were full, but you didn't know you were empty. Those who were filled, he has sent away empty. But the hungry has he satisfied. Ah. Some versions say the hungry has he filled wow. with good things. Mm. When, when you go with a posture of learning, mm. He will satisfy you with fullness. Hallelujah. For we are bad yesterday. Accept that you are bad yesterday. Mm. Never think that you know. Never think that you mm. know. Always have a posture of I don't know. Mm. A posture of humility. Mm. A posture of I need to learn how to make wow. my church grow. Mm. It's not even about how long you've been in the church. Mm-mm. Never has been and never will be. Methuselah lived to be 969 years. That's all we know of him. It's not about how long you live. It's about what you've accomplished and achieved. And we'll get there soon. We are are but of yesterday and know nothing. Because our days of others are like a shadow. (laughs) Next verse. And now, see, the one before was in brackets. So from verse 9, you can jump to verse 10. Verse 9 is just explaining why verse 8 is important. So you can even erase verse 9. See, verse 9 is putting emphasis and explanation on verse 8. So when you say that, go and inquire of your fathers, then jump to verse 10. Quickly. Oh, can can your fingers not hit the button? It says, shall they not teach you? When you read, Check growth, it is possible. Mm. When you read Anakazo, when you read Mega Church, when you read Church Planting, shall they not teach you? Shall they not not tell you and utter words out of their heart? Mm. They shall. Verse 11. Can the rash grow up without meh? That means that that experiment you are trying. You are trying to see whether rash can grow without meh. Or flag grow without water. You've now become a scientist instead of a pastor. Doing experiments. It will work. What you are doing to work. Just go and learn of the fathers and let them teach you what they know that has worked. The Bible says remove the ancient landmarks that the fathers have set. Twelve. While it is yet in this greenness and not cut down, it therefore withers like any other M. Thirteen. So are the path of all them that forget God. And the hypocrite's hope shall perish. The hypocrite is the one who is pretending that he knows, but he doesn't know. Mm. <laughs> he thinks that because he's been appointed as a pastor, he knows. Yeah. He pretends that he knows, but he doesn't know. So his hope of church growth will perish. Mm. 
how the, the apostles accomplished and achieved church growth. One, Acts 2 41. Attempt to achieve great church growth to the level of having 3,000 members. But you know what? You let's stay at 30. <laughs> 3,000 will be quite discouraging and <laughs> unattainable. Or 50. Attempt to have 50. If you are eight, try and get to 50. This book, the last chapter, Mega Church, the last chapter, 14 special principles for church growth will move you from eight to 50. Hallelujah. If you humble yourself and say, I am but yesterday. Mm. And a castle, small book, it will teach you. See, these, these are the words of the Father. So make a search of them. Mm. Make a search of Just humble yourself. Say, I am but yesterday and I know nothing. If say um, but yesterday and know nothing is what will make your church grow, which is what you want, why don't you just make yourself but of yesterday and know nothing? Wow. Keep teaching, Bishop. Like in marriage. Those who are experienced in marriage and are not of but yesterday, they can teach you. Usually from the mistakes they've made. You know? I learn more from mistakes that people make than what than their successes. Wow. You see, when somebody succeeds, let me tell you something. You may not know what he did to succeed. Mm. Even he may not know what he did to succeed. So as for success, it's vague. Many things can lead to your success that you may not even know. One of the things that leads to success is also time and chance that nobody can control. But when somebody makes a mistake, mm. at least you know one thing you should never do. But what he did to succeed, you may not know. But what, it, but what led to his failure, you can be sure that it will also lead to your failure. Yeah. I, I learn more from people's failures than their successes. Hallelujah. Yeah. And he's written it here. 14 principles for church growth. If you are interested, it will make your branch grow. Model marriage. If you are interested, it will make your marriage sweet. Amen. Amen. Make a search of the fathers. Read the books. Many people don't read books. I know. If people read books, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> Number two. Attempt to make your church. Uh, oh, you didn't read this scripture. And they that gladly heard his word, Acts 2 41, received his word, were baptized. And the same day, they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. But I Hallelujah. said, let's just say with 50. Mm-hmm. 3,000 is a bet. We should rightly divide the word of truth. Mm-hmm. When your branch has crossed 50, I have another verse for you. Acts 4 4. Howbeit, many of them which heard the word believed. You see, when you preach, people will believe. Mm-hmm. When you don't preach, people will not believe. At all. For how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And the number of men that believed were 5,000, about 5,000. Hallelujah. From 3,000, they went to 5,000, almost double. So from 50, your attendance is 30. Now attempt to get to 100. You know, never be happy with your church attendance. Never be happy. The Bible says that the eye is not tired of seeing. Never, look, never be happy with your church attendance. Never. 
Don't let your zeal become a visionless zeal. Mm. Always have a driving engine within you. Always push yourself forward mm. to do more Amen. for God. Amen. Number three. When you've now had a hundred members, first of all, look, any brand below, below 50 is not good. Below 50 is not good. Mm. Below 50 attendance is mm. not good. But we accepted that you are at the stage of though that beginning be small. <laughs> now I'm pushing you to higher heights and higher deeper heights. levels. Mm. Now get to 100. Mm. Listen, from this verse, it means that getting to 100, it depends on you. Mm. It depends on your planting. It depends on your watering. Mm. Once you plant and water, God will bring the increase. Hallelujah. If God did not bring the increase, maybe you planted but you've not watered. Or maybe you've not planted and you are watering the ground and all that's coming for is weeds. Hmm. <laughs> that's why you can mow a ground. As soon as you pour water on it, weeds will begin to come out. Not fruit, weeds. Hmm. And God doesn't bless weeds. He burns them. <laughs> maybe that's why your church is not growing. When you plant and you water, automatically, unless the Bible is not true. Hmm. Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 that and nothing grew out of the ground. There was ground. There was seed in it. Hmm. Planted, but the Bible says nothing grew out of the ground for the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth. Wow, yes, and the Bible says that and a mist went across the earth and the grass grew. Mm. Yes, because they had planted, there was something there, but it is God. After you've done your part, then God will now come and do his part. Amen. So stop blaming God, it is you. You've not read. Proverbs 24, 3, 4, it says that by wisdom is a house built. Mm. So if your brand has not been built, it's a sign of your wisdom. Mm. By understanding, it is established. If your branch is not established, it's a sign of your level of understanding. Mm. Verse 4, it says that and by knowledge, not prayer, Mm-mm. not prayer, Mm-mm. not prayer, not fasting, Mm-mm. by knowledge, it's chairs at the center meeting, at the branch meeting, mm. by the knowledge of the pastor, mm. The chairs shall be filled Hallelujah. with all precious and pleasant riches. Mm. The, the fullness of your branch is a sign, it's a direct result of the knowledge you have. Mm. Unless the Bible is not true. Wow. <laughs> it is true. He said, It is by knowledge that fullness comes. By knowledge mm. that fullness comes. By knowledge mm. that fullness comes. By knowledge mm. that fullness comes. By knowledge. By knowledge. By knowledge. Knowledge doesn't come by laying on of hands, Mm-mm. it comes by reading. It doesn't go out by fire by force. Mm-mm. It comes by reading. By knowledge. Mm. So if you're a pastor, be a knowledgeable pastor. Wow. Your church will be full. Amen. Knowledge will teach you. Don't preach beyond the time. When you've told the people one hour, stay within the one hour. Mm. <laughs> they will come again. But if you say one hour, you close after two hours, you say, mm, he's not reliable, he doesn't keep to his word, he's not controlled, he's this. So many things. Knowledge will, will teach you to dress appropriately. Wow. That you are the shepherd and they look at you. And whatever you see is what you will become. Mm. So when they look at you, you don't look like something they want to become. Mm. So they won't come again. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So dress appropriately. <laughs> so that when they see you, you, you look like something. Because you remember that, that Jacob dream when he saw the black and white Whatever they all became black and white. When they saw this, they all hey, so there are people when they see you, 
Bishop, we know. Bishop Saki, we know. But you. So, so, so uh, we will come to church on Sunday. But branch meeting, you we will come on Sunday. We believe in the Kadesh. Oh, no, no. You are a man of God, but we will come. But when they see you, you don't look like what they want to become. That's why the shepherd's camp need to run over. That's why you should be happy that Bishop Saki drives a nice car. Because what you see in your shepherd, it makes you aspire to become that. Okay. Yeah, I tell you, you should be happy at the prosperity of your pastors because you, you cannot go beyond and above them. You should be happy. You see, in the Old Testament, the Bible said that the best of the corn, the best of the wine, the best of the flour should be given to the priest. Because as the shepherd is so are the sheep. Not as the sheep is so is the shepherd. The shepherd determines how the sheep will become. Wow. Keep teaching. Amen. Amen. So your knowledge will determine a lot about how full your branch will be. So go up and say, read. Knowledge. 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 <laughs> it's true. I remember for many years, I used to be anti-social media. Anti, I don't mm-hmm. like that thing. Then, five years ago, I got into a terrible crisis because of social media. It cemented my aversion. Mm-hmm. Facebook, that invention, very dangerous. I said, I'll never do it. Then, two years ago, we had a meeting. And Bishop advised that. You see, go and make a search of the fathers. The fathers advised or Bishop advised. Now look, everybody go on Facebook. Do Facebook. Be strong in social media. It is the future of the world. I said, mm, I have so many problems. This, that, that. But I said, look, I'll do it. So I got onto social media. Hey, I mean, I'm black or white. I'm either doing something or not doing it. When I got onto social media, I give it my 110%. Got on it vigorously, ferociously, with zeal, alacrity, strength. Pushed it. So I became very social media savvy. Then, coronavirus struck. The only thing you can do now is social media. You know, one day I was talking to a friend of mine in the midst of the pandemic, he sent me a message. Please, how can I get on social media? You know, when he said it, I felt sorry for him. I said, look, it is too late. It's too late. Now it's like the battle for social media is fought. This is not the time to now try to start to establish a social media presence. It won't work. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. You are not going to tell people on Facebook that you are a man of God. Hey, do you know the number of men of God who are there? Sure. It is those who already know you and have accepted you who will continue to follow you. Yes. Survival of the fittest. It is too late. I felt very sorry for that. I should teach you how to go on Facebook at this time of the day. You should have followed the fathers when they spoke. Amen. Amen. Number three. Attempt to achieve church growth until everything is multiplied. Everything is multiplied. Hallelujah. Yes. I mean, some of the branches, when you go there, you say, it's not just a branch, they multiplied everything. Wow. 
praise and worship is multiplied instruments multiplied singers multiplied choristers multiplied dancing stars multiplied soloists multiplied everything is multiplied that's what you should aspire to become Mm. Acts 6 1 and in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied there arose a membering of the Christians. You know, there are certain problems when you have them. It's a sign that your church has grown. Wow. <laughs> when there's no membering of the Grecians in your church, mm. it's probably a sign that there's no Grecian in your church. Your church is not international. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Grecians said that against the Hebrews. So that means there were Grecians in the church, mm-hmm. Hebrews also in the church. How come that your church is made up of only Hebrews? Oh. That's why there's no problem here. Some problems are a sign of your growth. Mm. Like in the natural world, there are some sicknesses that are a sign that you've grown beyond a certain age. Mm. Mm. He said, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministrations. That means that there were widows in the church. Yes. It's important to have some widows in your church. No. How can it be that there are no widows in your church? It's a sign of a kind of church the that you have. Kind of a church. Because pure religion which is undefiled, one of them is to take care of widows. Mm-hmm. So that means that without widows, how would you fulfill this verse? Mm. Amen. Amen. So I will say that some problems are good indicators. Mm. Now he said the number of the disciples, not members, disciples. A disciple is different from a member. Mm. A disciple is a follower. You need to raise people to graduate from being members to being disciples. The disciples in your branches must multiply. Mm. Those who are following on Facebook must be multiplied. Mm. Those watching flow prayer meetings must be multiplied. Mm. Those paying their tithe must be multiplied in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Acts 6.1 Then, look at what it says. Next way you can increase the growth of your church. You must attempt church growth until the whole city comes to your church. Hallelujah. Wow. wow. Acts 13, 44. You know, try to stand out in ministry. Hallelujah. Try to work strong and do exploits in the ministry. Attempt great things for God. Don't be mediocre. Mm. Don't accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Don't desire to be average. Mm. Desire to be the best. The Bible says, convert earnestly mm. the best gifts. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you have a business, try for your business to be the best in Accra. Mm. Add value to it. Mm. Yes. If you have a branch, don't accept mediocrity. Mm. Think, ponder, meditate. God will give you ideas. Amen. Acts 13, 44. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together. When you have a brand, make it so that everybody in the area will come to your brand. That you are the area pastor. Wow. When you walk around, they must know that a sofa is passing by. There's a revelation. When you walk around, they must greet you. They must ask you for prayers. They must ask you for blessings. Mm. Hey! Sometimes I go to places and it's all a bit embarrassing, but these days I've learned to outgrow it. Someone said, please bless me before you go. Hey. And so you feel like, oh, 
they are feeling that you are something and you don't like. Nobody says I don't again. You say, Bless me. I say, Lift up your hands. Ah, come on. <laughs> yeah. I am representing God in the wow. place. The whole city must acknowledge your ministry. The area where your branches but must acknowledge that you are there. Preaching good. And they come together. Yes. You see, but it also depends on how you carry yourself. From, the, from making a search of the fathers, how do you do it? How do you organize a swollen Sunday? In the cities in Jerusalem, I don't think they were up to 7,700. Which was the last swollen Sunday attendance at the Kadesh. So, in a sense, you can see the whole city came together at the Kadesh. Yeah. You must make effort. You see, but think about the effort that goes into having a swollen Sunday. That's why you must plant and water. Do adverts. Go on outreaches. Do fires. Go on the float. Do the, that, the planting and the watering. You cannot sit. You no. Know? I sent someone somewhere to go and help some people to organize a swollen Sunday. I kept on asking only one question. Are they stressed? <laughs> That's the only question I asked. And when I couldn't feel the stress, I knew they were doing something wrong. Very wrong. Until one day I took over and introduced the stress myself. And then they had almost six times their normal Sunday attendance. Six wow. times. Because by Wednesday, everybody was too okay. I said to fail. You cannot be okay the week of a swollen Sunday. No. It takes effort and energy. That is why the ministry is not for lazy people. The ministry has no place for people whose hobby is sleeping. No. The ministry is for hard workers. Jesus said, I must work the works. Jesus said, the laborer. You see, he didn't even say the worker. The laborer. The workman. It's worthy of his meat. That's why he chose fishermen. Not just one tax collector. No, fishermen. A tax collector, you are sitting behind the desk with the pen and paper. You have no use in your ministry. Or much use. The guy who came, job was to, he became a Judas. The hard worker, they were all loyal. Hey! I said, the hard workers, they were all loyal. The softies became betrayers. Softies. Hard workers. You know, when, see, when you're a hard worker, you don't have time for a lot of nonsense. Second Samuel chapter 23. We are closing. I feel the Holy Spirit here. Second Samuel 23, verse 8. I want us to look at something. The apple is not working, no. We want to look at a few people of exploits. Mm. As part to be known like these men are known. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. You see, these are people who attempted great things. See, people who are known are people who attempted great things or achieved great things. Usain Bolt running 100 meters in less than 9 seconds. Achievement, me maybe two minutes. <laughs> yes, because I'll stop for water along the way. <laughs> I don't 
talk about Pastor Victor. He may probably have Arusa Coco at the 40 meter mark to see to make sure he doesn't die of starvation. I tell you. With Kose, I hear. You see, but people who do exploits, they are the ones who are known. These be the names of the mighty men that David had. I see you becoming a mighty man that God had. In the ministry, may you be known as a mighty man. Not a small man, not a man of strong, a mighty man. Jesus said, what went he out to the wilderness to see? A man shaking by the reed, a reed shaking by the No! People who wear silk clothes stay in King's Palace. Keep teaching, Bishop. He saw Peter. He wanted to make him the head of the church. Simon was his name. Simon means reed. Blown by the wind. Be careful the names you give to your children. Simon. Jesus said this thing won't work. He changed his name to Peter, which means rock. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The Tacomite that sat in the seat. Mm. Chief among the captains. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Verse 6. 2 Samuel 23, 6. Seven, no, no, verse 8 is correct. But this one is different. From, anyway, these be the names of the mighty men. In the other versions, it talks about Jacob Jashokebeth. Hey, he was chief among the captains. The same was Adino the Esnite, who lifted up his spear against 800. Wow. He killed 800 men. He had 800 people in his branch. Whom he slew at one time. That's why we know of Samson. I'm not saying go and kill people, then we'll know you. I'm saying that achieve something great. Hallelujah. Second was Eliezer, the son of Dodo, the Ahohite. One of the three mighty, these three, the, the first three, they were not even among the 30. There were 33 of them. These guys were like extraordinary. They wow. gave them, like, you know, look, we can't add you to us. Eliezer, the son of Dodo, the Ahohite, one of the three mighty men with David, where he defied him. Sometimes your great achievement is that you stood with your leader. Mm, yeah. yeah. In his problems, like Jesus said, you are there who have been with me in my temptation, hallelujah. I'll give you a kingdom. This guy said he was with David. The first guy, he alone. And look, he was alone, he killed 800. This second guy, he was with David. They fought together. Well, he defied the Philistines that were gathered together and the men of Israel had run away. Wow. You know, sometimes you will become great because when people say we cannot do it, you said I can. Wow. <laughs> like Caleb. He said, look, we can go and we are well able to take the last. When everybody said we cannot, say we can. Mm. Stop giving excuses and become a mighty a man. Mighty Overcome man. excuses hey. and do it. Just get it done. Just do it. Just do it. Just do Stop it. giving excuses. Mm. Just make your brand grow. That's all. Thank Stop you, talking Bishop. a lot. Preaching, Bishop. Oh. Verse 3. Look at it. A man of Israel had run away, but this guy stood with David. Mm. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was very, and his hand claimed to the sword. Like, when he even opened his hand, the, hand, the sword is still there. Hey. The sword and him were one. You, you are told you are singing, I am I surely I want you know you cannot be singing such a song. I am I surely I want when somebody is saying that I and the spear are one, and what is the spear? The sword 
of the Spirit is the Word of God. Me and the Word of God are one. The Word of God was richly in me. You are teaching, Bishop. Look at the song you are singing. Christian brother. But we'll continue next week. We'll continue next week. Hallelujah. Every standing, every standing, we have to close every standing. Attempt to build a great branch for God. Hallelujah. Rise up in the spirit in the night. Roar. Pray. Join the flow prayer meetings. Pray. Make up and take up a lamentation because they say, God, I will not let you go until you make my branch. I will not let you go until I see 50 people sitting down. I will give you no rest until you make my branch a praise in the Kadesh. I see God raising a nation of warriors fighting for his kingdom. Mighty men doing exploits. Make inquiry of the fathers. Read the books. Read the books. Read the books. Go on the Search. Go on the search. Remove all the Asian landmarks. Makala. God gives the increase. God gives the increase. God gives the increase. God gives the increase. After you have planted and watered. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.